Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 98 of the Holding Court Podcast. We're back from our European travels and sharing all the details, including a bucket list item for me and a story about an untimely toot in a tourist attraction. All coming up right now on Holding Court. You were just vibing out to that theme song. I love that theme song. It's a good one. Can you believe it was like the first try? I know. And it's still riding hard. Oh, it's riding hard. We tried to re-record it after that and it just did not hit no. the same. No. I don't even know if we could do it. Yeah. I don't know if my bump, bump, bump of bumps will ever be that good. No. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been all you had. Uh, it's been a minute. It has. We were on a trip that felt like a very long trip. And before that, we did a whole lot of shit in LA. It was unbelievable that final week before we left. Not shit. Incredible things. But it was wild. All the stuff that we jammed in leading up to our trip to Europe. Like, it's not normal. I feel like most people are like, okay, I need these four or five days to prepare, pack, plan get ready and we just started like signing up for (laughs) concerts and shows and i know it was just jam-packed honestly the holiday season comes in so hot i actually ended up packing for our trip which was well if you take out the time travel of getting there nine days yeah i packed in less than an hour you did before we left for the airport And I am proud to report I did not have to shop for, that's a lie. I bought a swimsuit. You bought a swimsuit. Yep. The only thing you forgot was a swimsuit. I bought a really sexy ensemble that was very school swim team vibes. (laughs) And let me tell you, not easy to find a swimsuit in December in Ireland or where were we? Where'd you at buy that it? point, we, yeah. Ireland, yeah. We're in Ireland. Like, no one has swimsuits. Everyone was laughing at me. Yeah. It's like, all right. <laughs> I almost had to go in my undies. But I oh. found one. And, yeah, I didn't have to shop. And everyone always says, don't pack that much. Shop when you get there. I don't like shopping. You hate shopping. I don't like the pressure of shopping on vacation either. I like the comfort that I can shop when I get there, but I don't really like to. Like, I don't mind a a target run or like a CVS type run for things, but I don't, I don't know. I don't love it. So I'm proud of myself. I did the packing cubes. I labeled my packing cubes, which worked perfectly with what outfit was in them. And then as I went through them, we brought a mostly empty suitcase. And as we went through each outfit, the one that I wore went in that suitcase. And then eventually we didn't even have to open or unpack that suitcase. It was beautiful. I will say your process of one hour packing was a million times better than mine because I just grabbed a bunch of shirts, a few pairs of jeans, like shoes. I don't know. I didn't wear like a lot of items that I brought. So I overpacked. I I think you wore everything that you brought. Yeah. I honestly think I had maybe one sweater that I didn't wear. I did throw away a pair of shoes in Europe and then bought a new pair of shoes. I'm sad about the shoes. (laughs) And I've had had them forever. When we met over 10 years ago and they were kind of those like tried and true shoes that were so comfy. But honestly, I think there might have been like a mouse living in them at this point. They're 
it was weird. They, they like, it got to a point where they just kind of weren't serviceable anymore. So when I grabbed them and put them in my suitcase, I didn't like look at them. They were just, they were just these classic like black little boots, right? They're like Aldo. Special. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever. Super comfortable. I was like, oh, these are great because I can walk around the city. Like they're comfortable. Da, da, da. When we get to Europe and I pull them out of my suitcase, the inside is like. It turned to dust. It almost it was like they literally disin- like dust. Like they disintegrated in your hand. Yeah. So I had to go. Yeah. So you ended up buying a pair of shoes at Adidas and then I filmed you walking over and putting them in the trash, which I actually think you should have set them next to the trash because they maybe someone could have got a couple more miles out of them. I think a lot of people saw you do it and maybe someone went over and fished them out. But anywho, before we left, we I made good on a promise, like a three year old promise of taking my mother proud listener of the holding court podcast hi tina uh to the elton john concert i actually told her that i was going to take her for i want to say that was christmas 2019 and then obviously pandemic and tour got pushed back pushed back pushed back finally had a date for it and it happened to fall what the weekend right before (laughs) we were leaving for our trip but she came out and It was a great show. It was. I'm glad that I got to see him. And I don't know. I feel like you just have to go. And it was fun to see my mom bopping along. And all the hits were played. The costumes were incredible. I think Gucci did like all of his wardrobe for the show. I think Gucci's a big time endorser. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I have to say, I feel for people getting out of the parking lot at Dodger Stadium. Um, that was intense. <laughs> I have to say, we were in a great lot. We had an amazing parking, but getting out of there, I think it's because every single person left at the exact same minute, yep. which does not happen in sports. And it was an adventure. Yeah, 50,000 people trying to exit at the same time yeah. at a Dodger Stadium Wow. Because normally, obviously, people have to get home and they leave games early for whatever reason. And you kind of look beyond the stadium and you start to see brake lights at a certain point in the game of people that have to head home. And I remember, well, I knew the set list because I had looked up the set list. And so I knew there was about two songs left at this point. And I looked out beyond the horizon, not a single brake light. And I just thought, we're in for it leaving leaving here you know what was amazing too was like the stadium was packed at the start of the concert so like he was one or two songs in and where we were sitting was up kind of high so you could see the parking lot like you said yeah and there weren't any you couldn't see any cars like still filing in yeah except for one car there was one car that was filing in a little late it was chris and mary who thought the concert was the following night yeah they made it <laughs> they made it up i literally text ct i'm like hey man everything good like you find in the parking lot and he's like what are you talking about and i'm like they're on the, the couch watching thursday night football yeah i'm like the concert elton john he's like oh crap that's tonight and he literally they jumped in their car and drove down and yeah got there i think they only missed like three or four songs but <laughs> i i mean they I was laughing. It was impressive how fast they were like. That is my fear down to when I'm walking in an appointment or I'm going anywhere 
I just had an appointment today at 11.45 and I honestly go in my phone before I even walk in anywhere and check that I'm there at the right time. I don't know why I have this fear. That I'm and on the right in. day. Yes. <laughs> that they're going to be like, uh, you're coming in tomorrow. And yeah. then, so not that that's like the same thing because I guess I'm already there in that situation. But but my paranoia over my schedule is something fierce. So I don't know. But after that, we were off to the, what is it called now? The Kodak Theater? No, it used to be the Kodak Theater. What is it? Is it still the Kodak Theater? I think it's still the Kodak Theater. In at Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. We, my friend Mike, another proud Holding Court podcast listener invited us to go to the Chris Rock comedy show, which we were in line getting snackies and I missed the opener, but everyone said the opener was hilarious. He was funny. I was not in line getting snackies. I was <laughs> there for the opener <laughs> and he, it was great because he was just interacting with the crowd and like just going, he was literally going down the I stage and like, what do you do? Of course. And like, just like blowing people up. It was That's awesome. the thing you miss at the bigger, cause this was obviously a bigger venue. It's where they do the Academy Awards, but at a bigger venue, you miss that that one-on-one interaction. And that's what I love about going to like the comedy store, comedy seller, laugh factory, all those places, because you can easily become part of the show and get made fun of. And I think that's what makes a show really great because obviously that stuff is not pre-planned. Like that's the improv part of it. Of yeah. them being able to like pull no. someone out of the audience. So, but it was hilarious. It was so funny. And I hadn't been to a stand-up show in a long time. And there are glaring differences from comedy today than there was back, I don't know, 10 years ago when yeah. the last one I went to. Because just walking in the door, you had to Ziploc your phone and your Apple Watch. Oh, they didn't you, even let you wear an Apple Watch. You had to pop. I wasn't happy about that. I actually, they make you pop everything into a neoprene case, like a freaking wetsuit material, and they bolt it shut. And they were like, ma'am, we need your Apple watch as if I was going to record on my Apple watch. And so it was, I think it was seven Oh four at that point. And I just thought I need my stand hour. So I just started marching. I said, excuse me, sir, you're gonna have to give me a moment here. And I started moving my arms around to get my stand hour. And then I turned it over. Honestly, I think it's a great thing though, because we did it for our wedding. I we don't did, we did do it for our wedding. I think obviously the comedians probably do it to protect themselves. So like whatever they're not getting in trouble for jokes that they're making or jokes don't get released before he has a Netflix right. special coming out. Obviously you want to keep the show under wraps and not get leaked that sort of thing. But I also think about like some concerts that we go to and you know, you have pretty good seats, but like you spend the entire concert, like looking through someone in front of you, holding up their phone, recording the entire the thing. And it's so annoying. The iPad kills so me. like not having the phones was actually cool. Like everyone was like engaged and locked in and yeah, it, it was Except I mean, that it was lady so that, funny, like, literally went to the bathroom at least six times in like a 45 minute oh, show. Oh, that was wild. I, yeah. I don't know what was happening there. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like a medical emergency. She must have been really hitting the bar hard. <laughs> I don't know. The show was maybe what, an hour it? Because it was only, it was him. I think I mean, it was that, like an hour 30. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No. I mean, maybe, but even then, like, it was like one trip is fine. Yeah. And I'm like always having to tinkle, but. No, it was funny. And that was the first time I've actually been to the Kodak Theater. Like, I didn't even realize that theater was right there. Really? I would drive by it all the time. I did seat felling in that theater. Yeah. Back For in the day. Um, award the, show? Yes. I think it was the daytime Emmys. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool. 
Yeah. It's a cool theater. It's way bigger than I thought. Yeah, it's really cool. Because walking into the lobby, like, I didn't even know where the theater was. Like, is it on the right? Is it on the left? Is it up? Is it down? You have no idea. And then you walk in and turn around and you're like, holy crap, this place is huge. I know. I'm sad about that mall because they had new owners this past year. And I remember, I'm sure people that have been there remember this, but when I first moved to LA, you obviously go to Hollywood Highland because Hollywood's where everything's happening. And the steps all around that mall that's there had these quotes of people that had moved to Hollywood and their story of moving to LA and stories after they started working in LA. And it was one of the most magical things to me. Cause I remember the first weekend I moved to LA, it was raining. We're at the mall, just like walking around. It was like, it followed a path kind of like follow the yellow brick road, like all the way up to the kind of platform where you can view the Hollywood sign. And it was so cool. And the they were mosaics, like mosaic tiles. And they removed it last year. So I was sad about it. When they had the couch. The couch is gone. The couch got yanked five yeah. years ago. Because I think, I didn't know about this, by the way. Like you, you talking about it and like telling me about it was like the first I heard of it. I didn't know about this. Um, but yeah, obviously you were disappointed. Yeah. That was like one of your first memories of LA. I know. So sad. Um, that and the super eight that I stayed in the first, (laughs) but it was wild actually, because my thing with my mom and I, is I always take her to different concerts, we saw like the Eagles, Doobie Brothers, Zach Brown band. And, um, a couple years ago we saw Paul McCartney. That Mm -hmm. was our like 2018 concert that we went to or 2019. And I was hearing rumors that he was going to be in attendance at not performing, but just watching the Elton John concert that weekend. Yep. And we were just thinking, oh my gosh, how cool would it be if we saw Paul McCartney in person? And as we're walking out of the Chris Rock show, who do we see? Yeah, like four feet in front of us. In his sweet little sweater walking out. Yep. And sir. And what do you do? You can't take a photo. Yeah, you you no phone, it. no nothing. He probably loved it. Well, yeah, I feel like it's free. It's like Soho House. Like you can't have phones there. You can't yeah. take photos there. So I feel like. But they don't lock up your phone. They just feel, like it's frowned upon. Yeah, but like you're not going to get hounded. And yeah. I feel like there's that. I mean, but also going in the theater, you go through security, you go through the whole deal. So, and my mom being, I mean, my mom saw the Beatles back in the day. We obviously, she loves Paul McCartney, but obviously she like loves the Beatles. And I saw a side of my mother that I have never seen before. Right. She doesn't really show emotion. She reached Normally. her hand out and was like, Sir Paul. <laughs> I, I mean, and I was like, Mom, you almost grabbed his sweater. And yeah. she was like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have my phone. I couldn't take a photo. And just then he went in like out of this side door. It was like, it was, it was enough to where if Sir Paul had a security detail with him, like your mom might have got tackled taste 100%. Yeah. And I think she honestly would have spent a night in county for that. <laughs> Truly. I don't think she would have cared. Like I'm not lying. I mean, you have to think about like her generation like seeing a beetle in the flesh right in front of her very eyes and right. arms length away. Yeah. That's a big freaking deal. I don't even think we can wrap our head around like who that would be for our generation. Um like a Taylor Swift? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. Um, I think this is like Elvis love. Like, I don't know. I think it's like 
maybe yeah, like I a guess. Michael Jackson type deal. I don't know, I don't like know. what for, like what are. Yeah, I guess it's like on such an international it's, level. I mean, just the right? videos of like the screaming fans just losing their dang mind. It's I don't know. Would it be know. like like a K-pop group, like a BTS or like a maybe? Yeah. I just think there it there's not like an oversaturation of acts now, but there is. Like there's just so much. Yeah. Like someone would be like, oh my God, I'm super into this person. And I've never heard of them. And I feel like I pretty much am exposed to like a lot of music and being a lot of different things. And there's just so many artists. And I feel like back then there just weren't that many. Yeah. And not like discrediting their talent at all or anything like that. I just think there was so much more of like a focus on certain bands at a time or certain acts. Well, also it's just so much. Everyone was, it seemed like everyone was into. It's also just so much easier for everyone to like put music out. Yeah. Like back in the day, you had to have a label, make a record, like release it. People had to buy it. Like it wasn't yeah. like, or it was getting put on the radio. Yeah. Now with the internet, <laughs> like. There's just access to everything. Right. Like you didn't have to pick your favorite CD that month that you were going to get. Like you can at the touch of a button, you can listen to anything. Right. Like your podcast, for example, like we just got it, started recording and uploaded on the internet. And now we have now everyone in the almost a hundred episodes, you know, it's like a thing like where I yeah. feel like. Well, I guess podcasts weren't ever a thing. No. It was like a radio show. Absolutely. So anyways. Well. Sir Paul. Sir Paul. I mean, <laughs> what a wild experience, truly. And where did we conclude our tour de LA? At the favorite USC-UCLA game at the Rose Bowl. We did. We went to the game as a couple, as lovers. As friends, we left as bitter enemies. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a little uh, emotional too, just getting there because we literally parked at the site of our first annual Justin Turner Golf <laughs> Classic on the golf course at Brookside. So. Okay, so truly, so I run a lot when I train for the marathon in Pasadena. So I run by Brookside all the time, and I've mentioned it before during the rose bowl half marathon which is coming up in january if you want to join me uh when i run by there it is emotional because i think okay you know seven years ago this was what it was and it was something that grew to be something so incredible but you always made this joke and you always said oh brookside it's otherwise known as the rose bowl parking lot yep and i just was kind of like oh ha 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 and then where we parked I think we actually parked on the tee box. No, we were right next to a like greenside <laughs> bunker that was like roped off. But I'm like, how sad that this poor public course is just a mud pit for all these cars coming in here and tailgating. And I just like, I don't know how I just never made that connection, but it happened. And it, it was, it's interesting to see that. Well, honestly, we were fortunate that we even made it to the golf course to park because getting in that place oh my gosh. was wild. Justin's favorite line to tell every parking attendant that would turn us away is everyone is telling us where we can't go and no one is telling us where we can go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like we literally went to like 12 different streets to try to get in and they're like, can't go this way. I'm like, well, what way can we go? I don't know. Can't go this way. Uh, I'm like, what? Like, I just want to go to the game. Like, how do I get in? This is like wild. And then we ended up like, don't tell anyone, but we like sweet talked 
some oh, yeah. old man and he oh, yeah. finally let us go down a road that we he did the like look left look right and then unchained his thing and was like you didn't hear it from me We're if like, he Sir. didn't if he didn't let us through honestly we might not have no we would have been watching it on the, the tv yeah 100 percent. but i mean maybe that was what should have happened <laughs> it was a good game though it started out great it was good the whole time and it was funny every time i like would get because we were in a suite at we we're what was it the rose bowl foundation the foundation yeah yeah so they were kind enough to let us join in on their suite and it was every time i was walking up the steps in this exact same spot it was like touchdown and then i went back up to get more doubled eggs in the exact same spot touchdown and i thought i just need to keep walking through here and then i didn't walk through there again and then everything fell apart yeah and this little guy over here was sad sally the first freaking two quarters i have video evidence and photo evidence of his mood he's like all freaking disgruntled duck over here and then the tides turned and he was freaking frank the tank just (laughs) this is not even an accurate (laughs) depiction of what happened this is exactly what happened in my head okay when you're done with your side of the story, that's it. Just let me know. Everyone knows what happened, so it's over. okay. First of all, it's a very long-running joke, and I'm sure you've heard it if you listen to the podcast many times. That Courtney thinks that I don't deserve to be a USC fan because I didn't go to school there. I find it strange that a grown man that did not attend a college would, and this might upset a lot of listeners. So. I apologize. <laughs> oh, you're going to tiptoe now. No, I think okay. it's fair. If they want to argue with me, they want to write a message explaining to me why they're Uh-oh. a fan. You or that get they a bad rating over used this. to watch the games with their like great grandpappy back in the day. Like, I get it. That's fine. But you are my husband. And so I am going to give you shit for this. What other people do, good for them. That's fine. Okay. I think... I would have loved when I posted my reels of me glaring at you in the car and I had an overwhelming, well, it was more of it after the game ended the way that it did. So yeah. I think that that's funny. A lot like, of okay. front runners. I just want to know what year they graduated. That's all I want to know. <laughs> and if, if not, that's fine. It's just a curiosity and maybe that'll piss people off, but it's fair. I'm just curious because for me, I think I would just root if I didn't like have a college team. I think I would just root for my NFL team. I don't know if I'm like watching a call. Like, I don't know. Am I going and doing like the tailgating? Am I like buying the gear? Am I getting super into a team that has like such a rapid turnover and like look so different? Like, I don't know. Like, can you really like, cause it's like for me, when you like a team, like you have a player that you love and then maybe that player's there. And if they're really freaking good, they're not there for very long and then they move on and there's like turnover with the coaches, which I guess that happens in the NFL, but at least like you have that like core. Am I making any sense? Yeah. I, I just, mean, you, you make valid points. I just saying like, like, do you need to have a college football Cal team? State Fullerton didn't have a football team. So, so and I always grew up liking usc over ucla that was just always a thing like why do you have to say over ucla when you like them over any team well <laughs> yeah you're right over any team but i just mean like why i don't know it's fair i mean you can have you can have that that side 
Anyways, so let me get back and to my point. And you said that you don't think I would have been mad at that if UCLA had won. You don't. You said that you, you don't think I would have. I don't that think up you would have because you're a very emotional fan. You are passionate. Mm, yeah, you can say passionate. Like if you win, you are overly excited and rub it in and like ha 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 in your face, like super celebrator. But if you lose, you don't take it very well, and you're very bitter and very sad and little bit angry so i'm a more even keeled fan i don't really like ride the emotional wave and i tried during this game to weigh the consequences is it more important to me as a usc fan to have them win what or is it more important to me to have happy excited this means you're not even a fan and this is what you tried to say you actually yelled at me during the game i would never pick your joy over my team (laughs) exactly that this is the difference in our relationship i would rather you be happy and in a good mood and celebrating and then ridiculous like obviously I want USC to win, but then also I am, have to deal with you not being very happy See, for that's like a length of time. Okay. So that's hard for me. And that's the balance that I have to weigh in these situations. I mean, I'm like Grumpelstiltskin all the time. So what's the big damn difference <laughs> if it's over a game? So I don't know if that makes me like what fan that makes me, but a I do want one. USC to win. I okay, was ahead to tell USC. My, I was me, happy USC won, but I also wouldn't have been like, the most miserable person on the planet okay. if UCLA won because you would have been happy. Okay, okay, and then, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Let me take you somewhere else then. Happy wife, happy life. Your that's what I heard. of joy and motivation, then why wouldn't you just hop on over to the Bruin Bears loving arms? <laughs> because I am not a bandwagon but fan that's and I'm like not so jumping ship on that my You'd rather my team for. win than your team win, so oh, I would be man, happy. This is a heated debate. But yet you won't just be a UCLA fan. Maybe it's best we just move to this trip to Europe. <laughs> like, this is absurd. Oh, I, I'm sure we'll get some great feedback and comments. And I'm sure on, we will. That's fine. That's where we're at. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Okay. And it was all for naught. You know, USC lost to Utah in the Pac-12 championship and didn't make the playoffs, which sucked. I mean, they had a great season, and it was awesome to watch them and Caleb Williams is a stud, but it sucked to see him lose to Utah for a second time and miss out on the on the playoffs. Yeah, I felt nothing. But uh, I know <laughs> you were probably happy. <laughs> no, I wanted a better game. I feel like like the yeah. wheels fell off. And I'm well, like, when I'm he gonna, got hurt, yeah, like, it was. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Let's go to Europe. Let's go to Europe. We jumped across the pond the next day. The next day, truly. Uh, when did we leave? I don't even. Oh, we actually left kind of late, late afternoon. Play, yeah. So it wasn't bad. But we always have this plan going into trips of when we should sleep on the flight so we could kind of be in the best case possible when we land. And we were landing, I think we took off at eight o'clock at night, but we were landing at 11 a.m. So I was thinking, okay, we need to get like a pretty decent night's sleep. Yeah. To like wake up and at least like have that day. And we were like, okay, the plan is at least sleep for, was it a 10 hour flight? Something like that. At least try to sleep for like six of those hours. And I could sleep freaking upside down on the monkey bars, truly. Like I can sleep anywhere. anywhere. Like you give me like a half of a chair and like I can sleep. And the plan I thought was in place. And then I wake up from my slumber, stretch my arms and like 
open up my little kitten eyes and I look on over and this one is wide awake, Katy Perry, and has not slept a wink. <laughs> and it's awake. like eyes are just like bloodshot watching freaking whatever you're watching. I don't even know what movies. I, I watch like three movies, but. I am like a dog in a car when the engine turns on. Like I am freaking out. I can't keep my eyes open. And I just, I don't know how, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I just have such a hard time. I get so hot on planes and like, I can't, I can't sleep. I, I don't know if I've ever slept on a plane. It's pretty wild. I mean, yeah. in cars, like I, I, I can sleep in a car, but like on airplanes, like I just don't sleep that well. I get so hot and Bothered. uncomfortable and whatever. There's a TV there. Like that probably doesn't help. And I don't know. I just didn't sleep. But we pushed through. Yeah, we made it. We had some jet lag for a couple of days in London. Yeah, we're a little out of whack. I don't know. I think I adjusted better last time. I don't know what it was. No. Also, like our week leading up was like pretty wild. So yeah. we were just kind of like out of it. But London was great. It is magical. This is our second time and it is so good for the holidays. It's I mean, amazing. Like the massive, like the hotels, the like massive department stores are decorated so insane but it's even like the little like mom and pop stores like the street lights like the strung lights like everything just is like a hallmark movie just barfed all over everywhere right. like it is incredible and i think it's just like the crisp air and we walk everywhere when we're there like we refuse to take cars i feel like unless yep. we're doing like a tour like a guided tour but we are like trotting around the city and it just has that like warm cozy magical christmas time holiday feeling yeah and so many so many people are out there's it's such an active city and it is so cool because it's like a modern city but it's embedded with history like right in the middle yeah of it so i mean we were like a block away from buckingham buckingham palace we were like buckingham, buckingham. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were like a which i don't i mean the hollywood sign hits for me in like such a way but like it is weird to think people live there and just drive by the palace and like, just drive by like you're not like driving by like windsor castle but like seeing all of these places and um what is it westminster abbey all of these and not taking a second look every time even if you live there like yeah big ben I, the eye big like, ben yeah yeah just so many iconic historical places and tucked away in this little city yeah big city well it's cool it's crazy too driving around or walking around and passing like all the embassies like there's so many embassies yeah. and the flags like it's it's wild but um i think that's probably my favorite place to go even though we've only been twice. Yeah. I, I could go to London every year and just enjoy the lights and the, you know, the atmosphere and the food is crazy good. Um, I think we said this last time we went to London, but there's a casino there. We found oh, a casino, yeah. got to go in I and do some gambling. Um, and that's fun because you're sitting at a blackjack table and you have people from all over the world right. at the table with you. And, people of very terrible blackjack abilities as well that are like <laughs> so wild. again my favorite thing like staying on like a 12 against a 10 like it happens all over the world people it's not just at morongo but it is 
That was still fun. Even the casino is decorated. Oh yeah. Like the tree in there is beautiful and yeah. Well, I think you you posted one of the pictures of from the lobby of our hotel in London, and it was like the garland and Christmas tree, and then like the two chairs in front of the fireplace, yes. and it was just like all it was like magical, Everything like is so just cool, warm and cozy. Yeah, and, and then also seeing Chase and Jen. Yeah, nothing screams Christmas jolly spirit like seeing Chase <laughs> and Jen, who they're living there right now. But that was really cool. Yeah, got to have a couple of drinks and go to dinner with them and. See the kids, um, but yeah, we even took a couple pictures with Chase and almost got a smile out of him. Uh huh. It was close. I think Kike commented on the photo <laughs> and was like, "I think that's the third biggest smile I've ever seen out of Chase." So yeah, that was cool. And we were we were less tourists this time. Yeah. I feel like the first time we went, we did um, like the Churchill War Rooms. We did like I said, Windsor Castle. Went and saw like the Cliveden House. Yeah, like did tea all of that this time we kind of just bopped around went to dinner walked around pretty much stayed in the city yeah we went and saw Notting Hill yeah that was cool I watched that movie on the way home um, (laughs) on our flight but uh yeah we did one tourist attraction um that is if you've seen like the I don't know. I Anything think, with London. I always think about the Apple screensaver on like Apple TV. If you leave it going and it does yep. the photos of like the different cities, like you'll recognize it from there. It's the London Eye, which is, I think it was built for the millennium celebration in London. It was only supposed to be temporary. Look at me soaking up all this information about the London Eye, but it was only supposed to be temporary and it was such a hit that they left it up. So it's right. like a big, it's kind of like our, well, I don't know. It's not like our Santa Monica, um, ferris wheel but Mm. more of like a modern approach on it but it is a big bubbled ferris wheel right essentially yeah there's big cars i think you can get like 10 to 15 people in each one which is cool and it's like a 30 minute round trip ride and it's called an observation wheel yeah so that's fair there's Um, like one little bench in there but otherwise you're pretty much standing and it's like a 30 minute round tripper which is lovely mm-hmm. until something <laughs> happens in your pod. Yes. Which I'm going to actually start throwing up. If I, nope. I'm not <laughs> going to. Um, so we're, would you say about halfway around our yeah, journey? Like 12 to 15 minutes in. And someone just decide. not me she's not some this someone is not me no it's not you it's not you it's i don't i we have an idea and it it's so someone tooted <laughs> i'm just gonna say it someone tooted in our this thing smells so bad it doesn't deserve the like, title toot honestly, this was more than a toot late okay? at night if i close my eyes i could still smell it Ugh. like that's how much it stayed with me and this thing like i won't even give the credit for the hang time because i think anything would have hung around in there because you're in a capsule and i'm like nope i'm not gonna gag i'm not gonna do the covid test spit gagging that i used to do i'm not Whoever but. this person was, which we have a guess, but whoever they were, when they got off of this London Eye, I'm pretty sure they went straight in to wipe. <laughs> like that is a fact. So we look. So you think it was the guy with the mustache, the beard? Yes. Yeah. See, we were in there with. It was almost like a cast. It was like Clue, like a cast of characters in there. We had like this influencer <laughs> that was by herself. It was like a murder we mystery. We had like it the was a, family. With it was like, a toot mystery. Like, <laughs> 
It literally was. We had the family with like the two kids and they were like trying to corral them. And then we had like this kind of like couple that was like doing, they maybe like on their honeymoon. I don't know. And there was this kind of like guy that maybe, I mean, some people have like fetish shit like that, like literal (laughs) shit. But like where they like might kind of like get a little pleasure off of doing that in public. I don't know. Honestly, like Google, I guarantee. Maybe it was one of the kids. Maybe one of the kids. No, this was an old man toot. <laughs> Let me get like, and it then, wasn't audible though. Like, it's not like no, we heard it, was it an and SPD. like everyone turned but around. So I'm we, trying to we smell it yeah. because I, I love to, my laundry to have a lot of like scent. I put those scent balls in the washer. And so I just put my mouth and nose into my shirt and my jacket and for the next, honestly, like the remainder of the ride, the next 10 it minutes. It was just in there. And then right before you get back to where you're going to disembark your observation pod, they're like, okay, time to get a group photo. It's like an automated yeah. voice comes on and you all have to kind of gather around and smile. And I like kind of popped out for, I'm literally, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I'm like, I can still smell it. And it's two weeks ago. Like you're- surely- <laughs> The reason we... Wasn't this your birthday too? I mean, what yeah. a freaking... The reason I think it was this guy is because, like I said, there's a group of people and immediately you see the reaction of like seven or eight people in the pod like, oh my God, like looking around like someone shit themselves. 100%. And this guy was stone-faced just stone-faced, it. like just gazing out the window. He was trying not to go like, for the smelt it, dealt it rule. Right. He like didn't just wanna... like didn't even react. And I'm like, okay, that's the culprit. Like, how do you not react? Like literally, unless it's your own brand, <laughs> like you're about to puke. I was, I was not well. It was so bad. I'm telling you this guy, if, unless it was like something that he like is getting off on, like he went straight to the bathroom and probably threw his underwear away. A hundred percent. He did not make it through the night. Wow. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Take a nice whiff. I I mean, mean, when in London, you know, you just have to literally. Yeah. It's bad. That was fun. (laughs) Not, that was not fun. actually. (laughs) Wow. Makes for a good story to tell though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then on the next, I don't even know where you go from there, but the next we went on our journey, we bopped up and over, over, yep. over. Up and over. Mm, we yeah. took a flight. Over to Ireland. Yes. For That was the first time we've been to Ireland. Ireland was cool. And the I don't land think of my people. we're going to have time to get into our entire trip, but we will on a later episode. But we, I was, I was thinking initially going there that you we're going to blend in with the Irish people. And I honestly feel like I didn't see that many redheads. Right. I think that was like kind of, I expected to go and just like half of the country just be redheaded. I know you're not a Harry Potter fan, but I thought that like everywhere I looked, there was going to be a Weasley like roaming around. There were no Weasleys. No Weasleys. I don't know. Yeah. I thought you were going to be more of a hit there. Yeah. But that didn't take away from how amazing Ireland was. Yeah. It just, not the expectations we had. I thought I was just going to be like thriving and just like sitting at a bar with like 30 gingers, like <laughs> ordering, you know, Jameson and yeah. Guinness, you know. There is but a redhead festival in Ireland, but I think it's in August. Yeah. It's during the season. We've looked at it before. That might be a, like too much. 
you think that's too much? <laughs> Do you think you'd be able to pick me out of a lineup? <laughs> no, I would. But it, yeah, it's in August, end of August. Uh, that might be too much. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think? I don't even want to get into that. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about Dublin. Dublin was sick. Dublin was sick. But we <laughs> on many levels. <laughs> we so we are only in Dublin for a day, two nights. Yeah, but like one we day. had one yeah. day, so we did a tour in the morning, just a walking tour of um, the city. I don't know if you can call it like down. Yeah, the city of Dublin, like Trinity College, and went to see the Book of Kells. Really cool, by the way. Yeah. And Trinity College is crazy. Yeah. Like I've seen some cool college campuses, but that one is beautiful. And then everyone was saying you have to do the Guinness storefront, which is like the brewing location, mm-hmm. the f- birthplace. It's the factory. Of Guinness, where it where it's from. And Guinness is obviously a beer, an acquired taste. Have you, you had Guinness before the trip? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot. It's... I mean, I like Mexican beer, so like Guinness is probably as far opposite yeah. as that. But yeah. I mean, it still has a good taste. Like, but they it's do. just I can't drink like multiple Guinnesses. Yeah, so they do a really good job of when you're doing. The, I feel like this in every brewery I've been to, or even wine tasting, a really good job of making you crave one, and then by the tasting, you're like, I really want this, mm-hmm. like. You see, like, they go through and show, like, the hops and the barley and the water and, like, different images of it. And you're like, God, that sounds so good. And it has such a strong aroma. So, yes, like, you're like smelling the it the entire time. like the coffee, yeah. Yeah. like, those kind of notes that you're getting. And, yeah, it's so heavy. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. But they taught, it was cool because they, like, take you through everything. They show you all the products. They... Then they take you up into like a little mini tasting room that's like all white and you take like a little shot of it and they like tease you and you're like, oh, okay, like this tastes so good. And they try to teach you about the different mustaches that you can get from drinking Guinness and how you're supposed to have it if you're like the proper drinker. And then we went into like a pouring room and they basically, you know, there's a specific way to pour a Guinness. It's not just fill it up to the top. And they give you like a quick lesson and then they're like, all right, your turn. And they I've never put you through a test. So pressured to, to see something. if you do it right. The and perfect if you, pour. The perfect pour. And if you do it right, they give you a certificate. And, and I botched on filming Justin's perfect pour. So there's no evidence of it. It happened though. We both got the certificate, but yeah. if it's not on the internet, did it really happen? I don't know. No. Court's perfect. Apparently I'm not. Mine was not as perfect. No, I they were both think. good. Mine were was good. decent, but I think I've had better. Yeah, but it's wild, like, all the stuff that goes into it. Like, the branding on the glass, like, the harp um, is, like, the target for when you're pouring it at the 45. And, like, there's so much stuff that, like, is yeah, there well, to, like... Yeah, you pour it in... It's a two-part pour. Yeah. So, in bars, bartenders pour the first part, and then they have to wait. Yep. What is it, 40 seconds or something like that? Yeah, something like that. And so, they have to come back. So, I was thinking, like, all these, like, World Cup games and, like, pouring all these beers, like in a busy pub or bar yeah i guess it's easier than making a cocktail but it's still right if you're in a hurry like a beer is normally the order you get and you're like oh perfect this is easy i can just kind of like sling one out but there was a cool thing where you could take a photo and they put it on the foam of your beer which i thought was was really cool really cool 
Like that's a smart one because everyone is like myself posting it on the internet and then there's your marketing again, which is really funny because on the tour, they made such a point to say that Mr. Guinness was anti-marketing and thought that the product would speak for itself. But then I feel like this entire tour was just a chance for like so much marketing and for people to be sharing. And then they have this not rooftop, but like top level, I guess it is rooftop bar where you can see all of Dublin and there's a bar kind of in the center and you actually, I mean, the amount of drinking that goes on in this country is insane. Like even (laughs) if I was at my peak of my drinking days, I could not hold a candle. Like you go and you do the tour, you get the two minis, then you get two more beers in the perfect pour room. Then they give you another token to like go upstairs and get another beer. And these aren't just like wine tasting like samples. Like you're getting a full pint. Yeah. So like two pints of Guinness and then you go upstairs and pick I mean, I didn't even come close to finishing even one beer, but then you go upstairs and try another one. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is intense. This is a lot of drinking. It I was can't a lot. Do it. Yeah. But then when we're leaving, we're in like the checkout line, Mr. JT got recognized. And you, I don't know, that was weird. It was weird because it was like, uh, it was reaction. like, it was like telephone, like, Yes. Someone at the other side of the checkout was like, JT. <laughs> and I was like, hey. And then like, I just saw it going down the line. Like, oh, da, 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 Justin Turner. That's Justin Turner. That's I thought a, it was that's so that's freaking cool. And I was like, oh my God. And then we kind of like walked out and they came over after they checked out, took some pictures. And then you actually had to go to the bathroom. So I was waiting by like the exit. And then they, a couple fans came back over and we ended up talking to them for like five, 10 minutes. They're fans of the podcast. Just yeah. saying, I've inter- they were, I wasn't they lying were podcast when I said fans. I international. You, you just need one. No, I yeah. mean they're from San Diego. <laughs> they were from. They're Dodger fans from San Diego, and they were in Ireland doing a whole yeah. spiel. So. We talked about our shared missing of spice when we were on the trip. Yeah, because well, actually, I have to say Dublin did have some like California burrito places. I forgot what was it like. Pablo Picante or something something like that because in London there's no spice like even if you ask for spice like a condiment you're not getting what you think you're getting well the only spice is like horseradish like in the mustard they have the the English mustard right yeah but that's like not I wanted like hot salsa yeah hot sauce for my eggs and like they'll give you like brown sauce which is like kind of like a ketchup with like Worcestershire sauce (laughs) (laughs) and so we definitely talked about that was the one thing we were looking forward to when we got home is having like nice spicy Mexican food which maybe we should have opted for some Mexican in Dublin for lunch after the uh, Guinness factory yeah so what happened was we went to lunch the bank oh I'm gonna say it the bank it. I mean, called the bank. Yeah. So we went, <laughs> went to the bank and we had dinner that night. So I didn't want to eat a lot. And so I, I mean, every restaurant brings you like sourdough mm-hmm. and we obviously don't do dairy. So I think we did olive oil with it. And then I just ordered French fries because I didn't want to be full. I hadn't had a, much of an appetite since we traveled. Um, I don't know. I think it always takes me a while to kind of like get adjusted to mm-hmm. different places and like, jet lag and all that stuff so I wasn't like starving and then you ordered a burger you had the soup oh yeah I had the soup and fries yeah um 
And what happened? We went back to our room. Yep. And we were just kind of, I think we had a couple hours before dinner. We had like dinner. four hours to dinner, three hours to dinner. Yeah. And then, oof. I got sick. You got sick. Like violently sick. Violently. And I was like, oh, the burger. Good thing I didn't eat the burger. Ha ha ha. And then like less than an hour later, I'm throwing up for the first time <laughs> in over a decade. And like truly, I don't think I've thrown up like since I've met you. Yeah. I was like, we I've were never like seen you throw up. Puke free relationship. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'm throwing up because he's throwing up. And then like we're in this room and like smells and everything and then like i actually that i think you only threw up once uh no twice but like i threw up like five times yeah like i could not stop throwing up and i don't know what it was like one of my friends said maybe it could be like the ice and the drinks but like yeah we didn't even eat the same thing so it's like yeah crazy. like i don't know and i was like i think we got sick too close to one another for it to be a bug right and then we just kind of like laid in bed and sadly the next morning we canceled our trip to we were driving out to the barney stone mm -hmm. so i won't have what is it like the gift of gab gab yeah we were supposed to go kiss the stone but. i can already like bullshit so it's fine <laughs> but we canceled that but then we were kind of like back on our feet like we kind of moved a little slow the next day and like moved to our next location but I yeah. feel like we were pretty... Instead of leaving at 9, we left at 3. No, we left at 1. Oh, yeah, we did leave at 1. Which um, I was really proud of us. Right. Like, I showered, like, washed my... I was, like, packed yeah. up. Like, we really pushed through. Like, looking back, like, we're not in, like, the best shape in the morning. And we really, like, got it together. And then that's where we went to... From there, we went to Killarney, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I actually put, I actually slept in a car, which was like not normal. I think I it was because I was kind of I know, sick, I'd look but. over and you had like the Homer Simpson mouth, like wide open, just like <laughs> snoring. I, I was, was like, oh, what a sweet angel. I have to say like most times in my life, my salt and vinegar chips got me through. Like that was what I kind of like munched on because I didn't really, no matter how sick I am or not hungry I am, like I always have an appetite for salt and vinegar chips. And I just kind of like munched on those on our drive over to Killarney. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Well, I want to keep going on our tour but i think we'll have to dive into it oh so we're gonna have a part tour on part another episode tour, yeah there's two. just so much more that we have to share but i think we gave everyone a nice little snack okay a part two of, like, of ireland coming up yeah well next week i will be on here with ilana grinus we are helping everyone get through the holidays yet again with all of our tips and tricks so make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that episode and future episodes. And as always, a friendly reminder to rate and review the podcast. If you listen on Apple and Spotify, you can leave those for us and we love reading them and seeing those. But if you have a problem with my USC comments, please just like slide into my DMs or email me. Don't give me a one star and write like F UCLA or something. <laughs> I love Alana and I'm so happy that you guys are going to do this episode because I think it's important to talk about the holidays and stress and stuff. But I, it is that we're doing what we don't like that like Big Sky and these sh shows do to us. We're leaving a two week break in between. Like That's okay. We get so frustrated with that and now we're doing that to our people. That's okay. Wow. I apologize. Oh my gosh. It's we'll fine. see you in two weeks. I mean, I'll see you next week. I'm not going anywhere. I won't be here next week. <laughs> I got plans. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you all for listening and I'll talk to y'all next week. See ya. Bye. Boom.
Pum 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 p